Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're so happy to be in your presence today as we come to you lifting the Word of God up, hoping that this can plant a seed in your life throughout your life journey, even over into eternity. This is our Christian Discipleship program to help us grow in faith and stand strong in the world today. There is a word for us today that can help us and encourage us and sustain us for what we have to go through day by day. It's coming out of the book of Joshua, the 11th chapter. And in Joshua's book, it tells us about how the children of Israel came out the wilderness and came and walked into the promised land. And it's an example for us as we are Christians today, how we give our life to God and accept Christ as our Savior. Then we have to go through some battles and we're always walking toward the promised land. And our promised land is not built with man's hand, but our promised land is over in glory. And do life journey, we have to do like the book of Joshua. We have to go into the promised land. We have to fight. And then we have to receive our inheritance. The book of Joshua is separated into three different parts. The first is when they go into the promised land. The next couple of chapters are when they fight Jericho and I and all those kingdoms that they have to deal with. And then they go into their inheritance where God separates the land for the inheritance of his people. And that's the same thing that we have to deal with in our life journey. We have some battles that we have to go through, but we oftentimes forget about the inheritance that we have with God. And in chapter 11 of Joshua, the children of Israel have come to a point where they started off 40 years before. When they left out of Egypt, God told them to go to the land of Anakin and to conquer it. And so they sent out spies. Joshua sent out 12 spies to go look at the land. 10 of them came back and said, we can't conquer them because they're giants. And um, only Joshua and Caleb came back and said, we can do it with, with God on our side. The place where they was trying to go conquer was the ancestors of uh, the giant Goliath that would one day go against David 500 years later. But these people were large people. They were strong. They were giants in stature. And they came back to Moses and said, we can't conquer them. We can't overcome this. We look like grasshoppers in their eyesight. And because they doubted the power of God, they walked around the wilderness for 40 years in circles. Then they crossed the Jordan River and had to recommit themselves at Gilgal. And then they had to go fight at Jericho to build their faith. They had to go fight at Ai. They had to conquer all these cities in the southern region. And as their name gets stirred around in the nation, they realize that people are hating them for no reason. 
And when they go to Joshua, the 11th chapter, they're right in the last part of the battle. Their mission was to divide and conquer. That's the mentality we have to have when it comes to the devil. We have to be on, on the battlefield all the time, dividing and conquering. Don't try to fight the devil head on, but take God's word and do small steps and small victories. Overcome your life battles. Let God lead you in the right direction. They split the promised land. And so they decided to fight Jericho first. And they fought those three nations and separated. And then they went south and conquered all those kings. Now they're going back north to the place where God wanted them to start from the beginning. And the word has gotten out how big and bad their God is. And so five nations come together. And they say, we're going to destroy uh Israel, we're going to destroy them and all the ones that are with them. And so they were hated for no reason, just like you're hated because you walk with God. The devil doesn't like it. They were more than sand on the seashore, This these enemies, these five nations. And they decided to set up camp around the children of Israel. But in the sixth verse of chapter 11, of Joshua, God tells Joshua that tomorrow this time I'm going to deliver your enemy up to you. Be of good courage. Don't fear because I'm with you and I won't let nothing happen to you. The battle before this in chapter 10, you see where God uh, stood for Israel one more time. And the Bible says when those nations came up against the children of Israel, God sent fire from heaven and discomforted them while they was in their camp. And they began to run. And the Bible says more died from the hailstorm than fighting in battle. Then they go the next day in chapter 10 and start fighting the children of Israel. And God stopped the rotation of the world until their enemies were destroyed. Because Joshua, one man, said, Lord, don't let the sun go down without us destroying our enemies. God will do whatever it takes to bless his child. There's nothing too hard for God. If he split the Red Sea to get Israel out, if, they had, if he stopped the Jordan River from flowing to bring them out of the wilderness, if he stopped the world from rotating till they got the victory that day, just imagine what he'll do for you. And every four years, we have to make up a day called Leap Year, a Leap Day, where that world that God stopped the rotation for Joshua to win that battle. And nobody was hurt. Nobody flew off. The water stayed in, in its spot. And they got the victory. And now they're in Joshua 11. And they got the last few nations that they need to fight to destroy and overcome the land. But these are the same ones that they started off with that God wanted them to fight. When you look at Numbers, the 13th chapter, you see what Moses tells them in that 27th verse. We came out the land, whether thou seest us, and surely it flowed with milk and honey. 
and this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, the people be strong and dwell in the land, and the cities are walled and very great, and moreover, we saw the children of Anak there, and the Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went up with him said, We be not able to go up against his people, for they are stronger than we are. And that brought up evil report in the land which they searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is the land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are men of great stature. So they came back with bad report in Numbers, the 13th chapter. And now they have to go back and fight that battle. God is going to take you to some situations. But if you fail at one battle, in one test, you may have to go learn more about faith. Do your next battle. Learn more about overcoming yourself. The next battle. Learn more about being able not to be deceived by the devil. That's what was going on in Joshua. They went from battle to battle to teach them about themselves, to teach them how to trust God, to teach them not to be deceived by the devil, to teach them not to listen to everybody. And now they're in a point where they're back to the place where God wanted them to fight from the beginning. And God told Joshua in that 7 to 9th verse of Joshua 11 chapter, I want you to cut the shins of the horses of your enemy and kill everyone. And I want you to do it quick and suddenly. And I want you to burn the chariots and not use them no more. And Joshua was obedient. See, that's a lesson in that. We have to quit taking what belongs to the devil to try to fight our battles. Our battle belongs to the Lord. We can't use the same tools the enemy does. We can't retaliate on a job. We can't retaliate in our family the same way the world will retaliate. But we retaliate by praying and staying on our knees talking to the Lord. God told him to kill all the horses that belong to the enemy. You don't use them. And burn all the chariots because you can't use them in the kingdom of God. And they did that. And they defeated those nations on that battlefield. What they thought they couldn't do 40 years before after staying in the wilderness learning how to worship God and to praise him and to walk with him, their faith grew. When they got out of the wilderness, they went to Jericho and learned how to overcome the world. Then they went to the city called Ai and learned how not to be too full of themselves and to be obedient and overcome Ai. Then they learned how to not be deceived by the Gibeonites. When they, people lie to you, no who to go to to get the truth from heaven. It took all that just to get them 
to go back and fight the battle that God wanted. They wasn't ready at first. And sometimes we're not ready for the blessings of God. We're not ready for the overabundance, the inheritance that's in front of us. So we have to go through some battles. But the thing is, we have to go through the battles with God and keep him as our leader. Keep him as the one you pray to. Keep him as the one that you walk behind and let him guide you. Let him bring peace to your life. Let him restore you. Everything that the devil has stolen, God wants to put back in your life. Quit using the enemy's tools to fight your battles. Use God's method and you won't go wrong. And the Bible says that they, in verse 10 to 14, they defeated Hazar, the national city, the headquarters, the capital city of the Canaanite land. So they divided and conquered and destroyed everything. And the last place they went was the capital city where God wanted them to start from the beginning. And they defeated Anakim. Complete victory over Canaan. I'm going to say a prayer right now. If you believe by faith, I want you to say that prayer along with me. You're tired of being defeated? You're tired of losing your battles? Well, today can make a difference in your life. You can be like the children of Israel. Don't take 40 years learning your lesson. Do what God says from the beginning. If you believe today, I'm going to say a prayer of faith. And you can be part of the kingdom of God, but you have to repent of your sins. Let us pray. Father, forgive me, for I know not what I've done. I repent of my sins and everything I did wrong in the eyes of God, knowing and unknowing. Lord, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that he died on the cross of Calvary. I believe that he gave the Lord's Supper and then died on the cross of Calvary the next day for my sin. Wash me, cleanse me, creating me a clean heart. I believe that he sits at the right hand of God and he rose out the grave. And now he sits at the right hand of God interceding on my behalf. I believe in Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. We love you and nearly be blessed and keep a smile on your face, but that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.